0: This is Daniel.
1: And this is Harriet the Spy. I'm much older now.
0: <laughs> and
2: this is Jimmy Stewart. We are Hoosier Homicide.
0: A true crime podcast <laughs> by Hoosiers, for Hoosiers, or for anyone that doesn't know what a Hoosier is. <laughs>
1: Greetings.
2: Greetings. Oh. Welcome to the shit show that is life. How shitty is a mem- it? A memoir written by me. An ode. An ode, welcome to this shitty life, a memoir. What
0: happened to you, Carla?
2: (sighs) It just hasn't been the best weekend for me.
0: Daniel doesn't know how you ended up with a new phone.
2: You know, I wasn't in the market for a new phone. No,
0: you didn't need one. I didn't want a new phone. We're not the type of people that you just get something just because you want it every time. I didn't want it. I still kind of don't want it. Mm -mm.
2: What happened is, kids, alcohol is bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like how this is starting off.
2: Alcohol yep. is bad. So, uh, I got invited to go to a cigar bar after work on Friday, and I accepted that invitation.
1: A cigar bar.
2: It just had a nice patio. We weren't even inside. People, I thought you were going to say the people name. People weren't so smoking. Just had a nice
0: ring to it. Cigar bar just sounded nice. <laughs> no.
2: <clears throat> we just went for the patio. There weren't even people smoking around us. So I was like, yeah, alcohol. And I got like three alcohols. And then I went to Kilroy's to watch the Pacer game. And then I had more alcohols.
0: More. Alcohols. I had food,
2: though. I had a lot yeah. of food. We, we actually kind of went psycho on the appetizers. We got mm-hmm. breadsticks, pretzel bites, uh, chips and salsa, chips with queso. We got potato chips with ranch dipping sauce. And then we also had Southwest egg rolls.
0: It sounds and that's really why I'm going to shit myself tomorrow at work
2: <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so I got more alcohols we won it was super fun my aunt uncle met up with me and my friends we were like yeah alcohols and then I was at the bar and we went to another one and I was like I can't keep my eyes open Nope, I need to go home <laughs> I'm very tired and so I got the Uber all the way, where did I go?
0: Yeah, I came home home. Home home, if anyone knows what home home is, it means.
2: I I just recently moved out, but I went home home to mom and dad's house. So I went home home, and I fell asleep, of course, in Uber, because alcohol. (laughs) And the Uber driver was like, we're here. And I was like, (laughs) okay, and I got out. I'm
1: assuming you tipped these guys well.
2: I usually tip, yeah. Yeah. It gives you the I'd really like too. to
1: see your bill for one month from Uber.
2: Let's not talk about it. Because <laughs> I just went to Pittsburgh. I've, I've
1: never taken one. And last well, year. Well,
2: next time you do, I'll give you my <clears> code <throat> so I can get $5 off.
1: Okay. I might take one to the 500
2: Oh, yeah. Well, you can always. I've
1: t- I talked about it last year because I want to go earlier than what most people do.
2: But you could just, like, you could park at my house get you closer and the Uber's cheaper.
1: Yeah, but after the race, oh, you my rides got to gotta yeah. bring me back home and usually I'm not in the condition to I mean it's worth it except for when
2: they have a surcharge fee which is basically every night at 2 p.m. or 2 a.m. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. And I'm
1: sure they I'm sure race day that It's like worth and it. And really they don't have to they don't have to get me to the track.
2: They just get you close. They just
1: have to get me close, like get me within a mile of it
2: and yeah. I walk. So, I love Uber and I use Lyft too. And there's really no rhyme or reason to why I will use one or the other. It's just, it is what it is. Yeah. Anyway, love Uber. It's great. Don't drink and drive. Um. So they took me home and I got out and like I immediately knew that I did not have my phone with me.
0: Aww. Aww. Boo. Which was
2: fine. I was like not freaking out. I, I checked my out. pockets and I was like, the only place it is is in that Uber. Mm-hmm. And But I couldn't call her the Uber driver, obviously, because her number was on my phone that I didn't have. So I got in and I like stumble into the house and dad's, of course, asleep on the couch. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, my phone. (laughs) My phone. And so I tried to use his phone to like get on the Uber app, but that didn't work. All the while he's like, (laughs) so I got on my laptop and like I was able to tell Uber that I left something in their car.
0: Oh, they haven't. They and should have like, something. They, they
2: gave me a callback number, so I put dad's number as callback number, which was good. And I went to, <laughs> actually, when it was all said and done, I was like, I'm still really tired. I need to go to bed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I have indigestion. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dad, they're going to call you if they when, when they find my phone. And he looked at me. He was like, what? Why what? would you give the phone to me? And I was like, oh, OK. Sorry. Sorry. So I took the phone to me with back to bed then the lady called me at 7 a.m good and i was like she was like um hi what do you think you left in my car and i was like my phone She was like well i'm about to leave so i'll like look i'll give you a call back and then she called me back like an hour later I was like i didn't see it in there And i was like okay she said she didn't see it it's whatever but then i was going through it in my head where else it could be. Where else it could be. I was on the phone with her when I got into the car because they call you and they're like, I'm outside. And I'm like, okay, where are you? And you like are on the phone until you get into the car, you know? Mm-hmm. And I remember I texted someone. I think it was Riley or something. Yeah. say I said in Uber. In Uber. Yeah. In the car. That's the only place it could be. So I called her back and I was like, if you find it, I'll give you 50 bucks. You know, <laughs> if something. you find this, if the phone shows up. You know, like, phone like casually up. being like, did you take my phone?
0: Is, was it you, or was um, it the one-armed man?
2: Yeah. So, anyway, I just accepted the fact that I was never going to see my phone again.
1: So, at what point did you, um, maybe you've already done this, and I'm wondering, at what point did you get on your dad's phone, go to find my phone? Immediately. Type in your Apple ID. I did. And your password. It couldn't find it?
2: It was off. Which immediately told me uh, somebody turned it off, because I next had, like, The yeah. next
1: person that got in took the phone. We're getting there. (laughs) Oh, oh shit. Oh, okay. Well, I'm jumping. Sorry.
2: I'm awake 8 a.m. Dad's awake. Mom's awake. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't think I'm ever going to get it back. Dad's like, well, like, blah, blah. We're sitting there talking about what I should do. And then I had to start run some errands anyway, because I'm dog sitting this week. So I was just like, me and mom got in the car. We went over to AT&T. The lady that helped us was so nice. She's like, this happens all the time. Don't worry about it. We love it. It brings she us like, a lot of She was like, you just income. have to pay off your old phone. What it hit me? In manual what labor.
0: What type of? How do um, I pay this? How off? much was it?
2: It was four hundred dollars, and I was thinking it could have been a lot worse though. She yeah. was like, you're halfway through your payments, so which means it's an eight hundred dollar phone, and I would have been seriously, seriously hurting. Yeah. Without eight hundred dollars. So then I spent $400 to pay off my old phone, okay? Mm -hmm. Then she was like, which phone do you want? And I was like, just give me the freaking new one. I don't care. So I got the X, iPhone X. And then mom was there and I was like, mom, just get a new freaking phone.
0: Oh, mom's phone is so jacked. So
2: I made her get a new phone. And she's the only one that really benefited out of all of this.
0: She needed a new phone. She needed a
2: new phone. She's welcome. I got her there. I got her to do it.
0: We make fun of her then on the I podcast. Then I bought the
2: case and I bought a screen protector, and then we got insurance so that this doesn't happen again. And as I'm like, yes. as I'm checking out, I get a, f- her mom gets a fucking phone call from dad. Hey, somebody found your phone. Uh... I had already bought a new one. It's too late. We can't go back. Oh damn. So. Did they I let was, you
1: trade the phone in?
2: I st- I'm going to.
1: I was going to say, they should let you trade it in. You should I get told it.
2: them. I mean, I was like, this is what a perfect of phone, What kind of phone was it? An iPhone 7 Plus.
1: Oh, so you got the phone. I do. It's t- you,
2: I love the phone. I've had no issues with I it. I looked
1: at it on Verizon just to see about switching off phones, although I like this little thing. so um, And I think it said like two or 300 bucks is what they'd give me on trade in.
2: That's Little what they thing. told me, $300, $300. That thing's a
0: brick.
1: It's okay. a brick. Well, in that case, then, you really only spent 100 bucks to get a new phone.
2: Yeah. So, so now the, what they is do good. is what What they do is they put it towards the bill, though, um, which is fine. But I just, it was so fucking stupid. Like, <coughs> Dad said, somebody found your phone. As I'm like, swipe.
0: Swipe. <laughs> swipe.
2: And so we were sitting there, and the woman was like, do you still want the phone? And I was like, look, I already paid it off. Just give me a new phone. It doesn't matter anymore. After that, me and mom drove straight over to the guy's house, which was three minutes from ours. (laughs) Three minutes away. And he was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know I took it. He's like, I just I was drunk and I didn't realize mine was in my pocket and I felt your phone next to it. So I thought that was my phone. Yeah. And then he said, I woke up the next morning and my mo- my wife was like, why do you have two phones? Well, that's the whole line, honey. And he was like, I must have turned it off because I didn't want it to die. And I was like, really? Let like, fuck, fuck you so you much. Like, Thank you for caring. Like, it. fuck you so much. You could have answered the phone. He like, should have
1: charged it.
2: He didn't yeah. have, he had a Samsung, so he oh, couldn't Samsung charge Samsung couldn't charge an iPhone. Nope. So he turned it off because he didn't want it to die. I was like, you could have answered my fucking phone call. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I was and gonna- then he didn't wake up until 10 a.m. After I had already had bought the phone. You had to sleep off that
0: hangover.
2: <sighs>
0: Man. So now
2: I have a brand new phone, which I'm still getting used to because mm-hmm. it's different. And it's really pissing me off that I spent $400 to get a new phone that I didn't even need.
0: But it didn't end up in a porta potty like wow. our aunt's phone. Wow. Yeah,
2: that's true. So, but now me and mom have insurance on our phones because apparently we're the only ones that need it.
0: Uh, yeah. So, someone write that down. Danielle doesn't need insurance on her phone. She doesn't. No. Yet. I probably need insurance on my phone, Danielle. Yes. Okay. Yes, you do. All right.
2: So, there's that real rap. Real wrap.
0: Air airwork.
1: My dad left his phone on a plane in uh, Minnesota once.
0: Oh, he was really impressed by you when you he were able was. to find when it. When I, I found
1: Ooh. it, I got on the computer. I'm like, boop, 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 yeah. Here it is. I'm going to start setting the fucking ringer off till the yeah. stewardess answers it. And sure enough, she
0: did. And she you goes, guys did that for help me? you?
2: You guys did that for me when I left it in the bathroom at Disney
0: World. And then I continued to set it off while you were driving. <laughs> oh, that that's was so right. shitty. I was like, what That's right. <laughs> when you are in Florida, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep, over and over again. I just set it off. Daniel yeah. set it off for me if he thinks I haven't gotten up. That's
1: I do, cool. cool. or if
0: nice. I haven't responded in a, an appropriate amount some of time. Some
1: of it, some of it is concern. You know, like, you know, you never know. And then the other part of it is, it's like it's fucking 10 a.m. They need to get up.
0: It's a, I know that <laughs> my phone is on vibrate a lot. You know, yeah, I'm
2: already halfway through my day at that time.
0: You are? No, you have a job or something? No,
2: <laughs> almost halfway to halfway. <clears throat> oh God, that's how I have to think of things. Halfway so yeah, halfway. And the, sh- the weekend honestly kept getting shittier, but that was the worst part. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: I need to back up my phone now. I, I feel have, And this that was the thing is urge.
2: like, it pisses me off every time my phone is like, you need to back up. I'm like, no, I like don't. fuck you, phone. I I'll, don't need to do that. I'll tell you who's boss. I don't need to back up my phone. No, I always back up. No.
1: then I sh- have mine set up to automatically back
2: yeah, up. Yeah, I'm going to do that because yeah. then you don't know when so you're going to lose that's your phone. That's the advice. <laughs>
0: for the week is everyone go back up your phones it's a pain in the ass it takes forever you always say i'll do it next time but really go do it this time back up
2: your phone and also alcohol is bad
0: it's bad for you it just is
2: but it's also um, good for you
0: (laughs) did you have fun (laughs) yeah yeah you had fun yeah like watching
2: the game was awesome it mm-hmm. was just the after part where I'm stumbling in, and I'm trying to like feel around, and Dad goes, turn on the light. I'm like, oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Don't leave your phone in the Ubers, but tip your Ubers.
0: Do tip your Uber.
2: They're good people. It's, the guy it's... that took me home last night, he was like, flicker the light once you get inside.
0: I like, okay. I will. I will. Do so, you know I'm okay? <laughs> You'll come back later and kill me? No.
1: Oh, because, you know, there'll be somebody that, you know, well, if the Uber, they'll make, you know, if you had waited, so-and-so wouldn't have been murdered, so this is your fault, so we're suing you and Uber. Why
0: not? Sue away.
2: That doesn't change the fact if someone's already inside the house, but. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Flicker your lights when you're in bed and safe. Thank you. (laughs) Thank
0: you. Send nudes. (laughs) Thank you. Don't send nudes.
2: That'll get you in trouble. Don't send nudes with your face in it.
0: There you go. I'll
2: keep you clean.
0: Tasteful nudes. They'll never Hashtag. know who
2: it is. Unless you have a deformity. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Young <laughs> Do you lady know what to say. You have... <laughs> that is not nice.
2: If you have
1: <laughs> What kind of deformity?
2: <laughs> web like toes. Web toes. Like
1: my brother's nipples are a deformity.
0: Yes.
2: Exactly. Well you know, you would know if you saw a picture of your brother's nipples. Exactly. Exactly. Who... That was.
0: You'd go, those are my brother's nipples. Yes,
2: Dim <laughs> <laughs> is my brother's nippus.
0: <laughs> is he still mad at us for the phone call? Don't ask call? me how I know I, don't know I know. We should find out if he's still mad at us for recording his phone call without hey, his permission. Was funny. That was funny.
2: I really enjoyed it. I liked it. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Barb, Barb thought it was funny, so Kevin. Good and That's, Zach.
2: Uh, we just are we're here to cater to our loyal listeners. There's only one. There's, there's... I've been
0: lying to you guys this whole time. There's only one. <laughs> there's only one. <laughs> I have one,
2: so there's at least two.
0: Okay, two.
1: I've got uh, I've got at least two.
2: So we've got, we how many five. is that? We have
0: five, five people.
2: Me and my five best friends. <laughs> 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 so. We could have all fit on that plane I took to Pittsburgh.
0: With the cockpit? Yeah. No smoking. Thank no you.
1: No
2: smoking on the plane.
1: No smoking in the cack
0: pit. cockpit. pit. Okay.
2: Is there any transition into the story? We can no, it's
0: an right old now? one. There's no oh, planes. no phones. No phones. It's in no Indiana. No phones,
2: no planes, no Ubers.
0: There were trains, I bet. I don't know a whole lot about I it. I
2: have not taken a train in quite some time.
0: mm Daniel, what do you know of your relatives?
2: Be more Pacific because... Pacific? <laughs> Central Pacific? Because, <laughs> yeah, like, that's... give him a time period because, like... Your relatives in Indiana
0: in the year of our Lord... 1868. Much better. Now go.
1: I actually <laughs> didn't know until yesterday that I had family here in 1868.
0: I know. You, we always default to the Italian side yeah, and the, say that. This mm-
1: was, uh, well, and then I also found, I, I knew this from a couple of years ago that I don't know what it is. My great, great, great grandfather, his father, so great, 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 great grandfather, uh, came now, over from you, Germany. Yeah. Mhm. and like the 1850s or the 1840s something like that. Yeah, I didn't even know there was anybody here that soon. I always kind of assumed on my mom's side there was, my dad's side, you know, my great-grandparents came over from Sicily. On the boot. On the boot. Yes, we have their uh we have their boarding passes. Yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That Pictures cool. of them? So when you do what you th- great-great or great?
1: My great-grand my great-grandparents.
2: I can I I can actually fathom that when we start one great, maybe two greats, we go past that your
1: guys's your guys' mom um played euchre my great-grandmother taught your your mother to play euchre
0: which is like so and when this conversation unfolded when daniel and i first started dating at a july picnic and my eyes started to get real big like we might be related and it is too late to take back what had already happened (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> you are sinners no matter I do, what.
1: I do remember <laughs> thinking, oh. oh, oh.
2: Wait, you mean so and so? Like, how are we re- really? Your mom, your mom and so was. And so and so knew who? Who? Yeah. When? When?
1: <laughs> well, your mom was doing an impression of this Italian lady, t- telling her, talking to her about play euchre. Alina,
2: no. I did you, you to play, play the euchre. She's and done that for years. I,
1: and I'm like. And then she well then she started she started talking about it and then she said um, was it Margaret I I can't remember who it was but anyways I'm sitting there talking about it, like that sounds like my grandmother like I've heard similar stories about mm-hmm. my great grandmother doing this and then we got talking and it was like holy shit it is my great grandmother yeah
2: <laughs> so you guys were connected before your you your were mom born. was yeah. friends
1: with my second cousin.
0: Yeah, and they lived next door and played together, and then so, and then the great grandmother lived with them and taught them to play euchre right, next so to me, Mont Frank,
2: which is like, what yeah. are the? And and I. It was my, gr-
1: my great aunt's kids. Yeah, and then you know, then she ended up meeting. So your, Grandma our Maroni.
2: families have essentially crossed paths before you guys. And did we think
0: that. though that our great grandmother and his great grandmother played euchre somewhere downtown together before they even lived near each other. But we don't know how, and
2: we're thinking this is back like 1950.
0: Yeah, but we don't know how because everyone's dead, um, so we don't really know. But then, uh, and then obviously Daniel and I met online; like we didn't know each other anyway oh, before. This is getting
2: too much for me. Oh, I the know. The internet puts two people together whose paths had essentially already, already crossed. crossed,
0: and we didn't know it. But the good thing is we're not related, so the fact that we got married and had a baby is okay.
2: She's gonna be okay. Besides. <laughs> Everything, everything
0: else
2: <laughs> <laughs> besides puberty and mm-hmm. everything that comes yeah. after it. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that being said, we're talking about this case that happened in Indiana in 1868, which was shortly after the Civil War. Okay. So we had some relatives doing that business in the Union Army, mostly, except for on dad's side. I think there were some Confederate soldiers. Y- yikes. Um, it's okay. It's part of the past. It's part of the past. It's okay. But Daniel, your side, we were looking some stuff up, and in Washington, Indiana, that's a place, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know where. From yes, there.
2: I think that's is that where the, the Zeller, Zeller brothers
1: is? Yep. are from, okay. Washington, Indiana. Shout out
0: to Codes. I did not know that.
1: Yes.
2: Shout out to Fuzzy Zeller, as Dad would always say when he's talking about Cody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: not, not the same person. <laughs>
2: He literally, I would be in college, he'd be like, you see how good Fuzzy did yesterday? Referring to the IU basketball
0: game. (laughs) (laughs) Your great, great, great grandfather, John W. Smith, 57. You're a fucking Smith? Yes. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Was a watchman. No, I'm not. Carla, what is a watchman?
2: I Googled this and... Essentially, a watchman was kind of considered early version of police work. That's right. They were, yeah. Did they you They know were that? like police nope. without, I think the officiality of it. Yeah, it was like. He's the were...
1: only family member that I know of that is in law enforcement.
0: Yeah,
2: that's so, cool though. They were there to keep the peace. <laughs>
1: I thought yeah. it meant he was he was part of the superhero group. Like he was the guy that oh, yeah. disappeared or maybe he was the godlike figure.
0: I thought he was so <laughs> old <laughs> was he just blue. watched the clock and yelled at the time at every... It's
2: 6 p.m. 6 p.m. fuckers. Talk to you
0: in 30 minutes. <laughs> 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 so then his wife, Elizabeth, kept house and their... Well, I think their daughter, Sarah, she... Was listed as a house servant, but I'm pretty sure it was still their daughter, though. So I don't know if she's pretty uh, melodramatic. Is listing herself as a servant? Was she was she someone else's house servant? I don't think so. And they had the same last name, and look took at me. Her. Maybe I didn't took know took about any name. of these people till yesterday. No. Really? So, <laughs> uh, but she was 24, and so I think it's still their daughter living at home, or they took her in. Oh yeah, she it's took possible. But she was yeah. Usually it's just as house laborer, but then their son Henry Smith, 22, was a clerk. I don't don't really know. Oh, yes.
1: Great, great, great. Uncle Henry. The clerk. The clerk. got
0: some farmers, two sets of farmers.
1: I think everybody's got a couple set of farmers somewhere. Three sets
0: of farmers. Yeah. Yeah. And then a brickyard kid and his young, I think is his wife. They were 20 and he was 16 and neither one of them could read or write. That's when you work in the That's brickyard. about the age that I learned.
2: Yeah, to, <laughs> to, <read, right? laughs> to read, and write. <laughs> yep. So
0: I also
1: still not real good at it.
2: Uh, Working in a brickyard, very self-explanatory. Yeah, they that's and that's bricks. why it
0: did not require reading or writing. Yeah, they and made I think hers was housework. Like mm-hmm. it didn't. Yeah, housekeeping did not require reading or yeah. writing.
1: Have you seen that sign on four sixty five that says? It says, like, one in eight adults can't read this sign. (laughs) And it's like, well, how will they know?
0: Yeah. They don't know that. (laughs) That doesn't,
2: yeah, they don't benefit from the sign.
1: What are them fucking letters on that board?
2: (laughs) I have actually, I don't think I've ever met someone who can't read. Uh, I have
1: someone who lives with me that can't read. Oh. She's she's two, but.
0: I meant an adult. Oh. (laughs) That would be hard not to. I think that freaks me out actually. When I was reading, it's like the 19th or it's the 1870 census that it's was going through, and it freaks me out when I see them like checking that the boxes they can't read or write because all of a sudden it feels, you know, it's kind of scary not to be able to read or write anything. Well, then
2: you start.
1: So reading. was it just a, was it a fifty fifty shot that they were able to check that box? Yeah, I, I don't
0: know. <laughs> Someone does it for them. What's this say?
2: What's this, this say?
0: say? You read this to me now.
2: It says, can you read or write? Well. When you got to yeah. think, I mean, back <laughs> well, then, not
1: everybody got to go to school. No. Yeah.
0: Now, now, you flip onto our side, you hit back to Ireland after a while. But dad's side, it's Kentucky pretty quickly. So to be in Indiana, there is some for a while. But Breen, we got some Irish folks. They got yeah, about 10 kids. Breen. Breen. 10 kids under the age of 16. Yikes. Oh, wait, one, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, seven kids under the age she of gonna 16. She's going to be toe up. I can't. Like that's what they do. It's uh, I can't. But he worked for the railroad, is that what we determined? Yeah. And she was at home and all the kids went to school. And then we've had another set, Frank Patterson. He was a saloon keeper. Ooh. In 1870. Now I know where it's from. <laughs> <laughs> and again, the woman kept house, which is kind of depressing after a while. You keep reading that the woman kept what, what did
1: what did people leave at the at the saloon back in the day? They didn't have cell phones. They
2: left their horse <laughs> Their
0: horse. Where's that fucking horse at, <laughs> sir? That's my horse. Get off. Get off. Get off my, the horse. That's I my left horse.
2: My lantern.
0: <laughs> Do you have it? <laughs> I turned it off so it wouldn't run out of wax. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. I like that. That's good. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: Where's that fucking horse? <laughs>
0: <laughs> All, <of> this-, <laughs> All of this plays in so well, though. <laughs>
2: So, cool. We had some people chilling in America at the time of this crime.
0: Oh, yeah. So, But the thing is, this crime was a big deal. I have a slight apology that I'm still kind of sick after a week of being sick, and it it just won't go away, and everyone just has to deal with it. Not forgiven. Okay, well. The year, as I've said, is 1868. But the day is September 13th. Uh, The next bit up here is a little graphic. Not too bad, not too too bad, but it's describing- Paint a picture. Yeah, so the bodies of a man and woman were discovered in the woods of what was then called Cold Springs, a riverside getaway six miles northwest of Indianapolis near the White River. God damn it. Uh, A riverside getaway.
1: Back back before the White River was fucking polluted. It
0: was always murky. (laughs) <laughs> apparently, it was always fucking murky. <laughs> so, oh, yes. Uh, God was,
1: couldn't stand to give us any clean water running no, through no. the state. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, you guys
1: are going to get a fun river where you can dump bodies, bodies and toxic waste and not feel so bad about no it. No one will know the difference.
0: <laughs> it's always looking crummy. So, a good part of a man's face had been blown off, apparently, by a shotgun that lay a few feet away flies buzzed around his body, spiders, black beetles, all types of bugs crawling in and out of his wounds. Some witnesses that had seen other numerous grisly horrors because the Civil War had just taken place, so Mm -hmm. people had seen a lot of nasty tore up bodies, uh, said that this was on par with those type of wounds. Found the second body, the smoldering body of a small, delicate woman even more disturbing, It had been badly burned from the chest down, so badly that her intestines were exposed. Ah. The flesh on her thighs burned away and the bones partially reduced to powder. Ah. Burned to a crisp is how the Indianapolis Journal would tastefully word it. Jesus. All right, so people will come across some dead bodies. Uh, The woman also had her skull bashed in. Ah. Sorry, I had to fast forward all the way, yeah. Uh, they were soon identified as Jacob Young and his wife, Nancy Jane Young, who were all accounts just highly respectable, normal residents of Indianapolis. Uh, initial thought to be a tragic murder-suicide. So he killed her, then killed himself was uh, the initial thought, you know, okay. but the shotgun was too far away. For him to have c- killed himself with it, and she had been killed with a pistol that was not on the scene. Dun 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 dun.
1: dun. The forensic showed that back in this is it's pretty
0: good forensic work, really. Yeah, a footprint that did not match either of the victims was found. It had a it was a small shoe with a lady's heel, and all of a the sudden they now had hard evidence that there was a murderess on the loose. Okay. So a woman, a woman so did it. A
2: man could have never worn high heels. <laughs> yeah, I guess not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> 2 days later, the shotgun was matched to one purchased by William J. Abrams. Next they were able In
1: relation to J.J. J. Abrams?
0: I don't think
1: we so. We should we should check this out.
0: Next they were able to match the horseshoe prints from the crime scene to that of a mare used to pull a buggy rented just before the murders by Silas Hartman. <laughs> 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 Hang
1: on, I got I got carrots. <laughs>
0: Let me go get a carrot for. Her. I heard mare and I came a running, running. <laughs> on October seventh, Silas's sister Nancy E. Clem, an attractive, personable woman and wife of a successful indie grocer, was arrested as well. Another grocer, okay, yeah, yeah.
1: So everyone that I person well, everyone that I know of that has been involved in groceries has been a fucking shyster.
0: Yeah. yeah, we all need to take a good hard look at these grocers. Maybe yeah. that's why they're not little grocery stores anymore. Yes. It's all yeah. big companies. Look at,
1: look at Don Marsh. Where's Mr. Kroger? I think, he, I think he turned out to be an asshole. Yeah. See? Yeah.
0: She was suspected to be the source of the lady's shoe print, Nancy E. Clem.
2: Wait, she knows the people though?
0: Mm-hmm. Sorry,
2: mm-hmm. I missed a part. Yeah, she okay, <laughs> she knows the people. Okay.
0: Jacob Young was, in fact, a business partner with William and then later with Nancy as brokers of the streets.
2: I know about brokers.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Informal banking activities of taking out loans promised at high interest rates and loaning out borrowed funds. Ah. A young Nancy Hartman was her maiden name, came with her parents in several siblings to Indiana from North Carolina around 1831 and they lived as plain farmers. So yeah, there's a lot of farmers. Her first Why do
2: they have to be plain?
0: Plain, as in flat. Oh <laughs> Indiana's flat.
2: They could be they could be vivid. They can be fancy farmers. Yeah. They could be fun farmers. Nope,
0: plain farmers. <laughs> Her first husband William Patton died of unknown causes in 1857. He left behind two houses, one for Nancy and their six-year-old son, and the other she rented out to people. However, this was not enough money to survive on, so Nancy would loan out money left to her by her husband and charge interest on it, which seemed like an easy way to make money in my opinion. In 1859, she married a grocer named William F. Clem. So it would be nice to marry two men with the same first name. You know, you just would never get the name wrong. You know, you never would.
1: Well, that's like now. I I used to like to yell my own name out during sex, and now it's less it makes, awkward. You it know, makes
0: more sense. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> wow.
1: You know, I like to talk to talk about myself in the third person. Give myself encouragement during. You know, what's that look for?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she signed a prenuptial contract with her second husband offering herself full control of her own business affairs. So she's a business woman. She's a business woman. She's doing her own business. In Indianapolis in 1868, get-rich-quick scams and hustles were very prevalent. Damn. So people are always stupid, not just now. Sounds like it. Uh, but their business ring was up to, was referred to later as a Ponzi scheme. Does anyone, do we know how to explain that? A
1: Ponzi scheme is where, um, you take money you get from new investors, and you pay old investors to show, "Oh, look, hey!" and you you generate fake reports and go, "Look, here's I've got returns for you," and you know, so you basically are taking Robin Peter to pay Paul. Yeah, that's yeah. What
2: about Mary?
1: No, you can't pay Mary in this. So, but basically, you're not. Not everyone. So some people do
0: win in this scheme. The early investors do win. The
1: longer and the longer you're there, and if you get, you know, you keep on saying, "Oh look, so and so got so much money returned." Mm -hmm. Well, all it is was the other guy's money. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. You keep okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So if it gets busted right after you uh, you invested, you are shit out of luck. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and so, but yeah, and someone can if you came to get your money back. Right afterwards, and they're like, no, like, we've already given that to someone else. Like, you're not going to get your money back. Uh, It's unclear exactly why the three conspired to kill the young couple, not in, well, they might have been younger in age, but that was their last name. Uh, Prosecutors (laughs) allege that Nancy owed Mr. Young $22,000 in 1868 was probably a lot of money. And when she could not repay him, he threatened to reveal her business dealings to her husband. They believe that her husband had no idea what was going on. Hmm. Hmm. It's like, okay. Or perhaps it was just that Mr. Young had been carrying a very large amount of cash on him that day. And on the day that he and his wife drove out to Cold Spring. So just a straight robbery. But they're not for sure. And it was a long time ago.
2: A long time ago.
0: All right. The prosecution's timeline is that Nancy Clem rode with the Youngs in their carriage to Cold Spring. William Abrams and Silas Hartman trailed in their rental buggy with, <laughs> yep, rental buggy <laughs> with the shoes on their rental horse that had unique shoe prints. You got it.
1: You think they bought the insurance on the rental buggy so then they could go? <laughs> they could go ride the piss out of it
0: and dent it up. I would have.
2: I, it's probably the smarter choice when you're when you're rental your buggy rentaling.
0: Yes. Yep.
1: You think they left the lantern in the rental buggy? <laughs>
2: They forgot it I left my to buy a new the one. Rental.
0: <laughs> the two men hid in the brush near the river where they waited until Silas shot Jacob with the shotgun that he had purchased and then left at the scene of the crime.
2: <gasps> <And> I <laughs> jumped. Scared Carla. I, you scared me.
1: Carla
0: jumped.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nancy then shot Nancy Jane Young, the Nancy wife. Shot Nancy shot Nancy with a pistol. That was never recovered, and then bashed her in the head with a blunt object.
2: That's just unnecessary after
0: she did not die right oh, away.
2: Okay, so she, so she did to... find it necessary.
0: <laughs> Investigators were uncertain whether she was then set on fire or if the smoldering powder from the pistol ignited her petticoat.
2: Petticoat
1: back when you could wear lots of flammable garments,
0: mm-hmm. no issue. <laughs>
1: although I guess clothes are still flammable today so
2: yeah shit that might have right. been
1: a dumb comment but- <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all three face charges of first degree murder right? okay this is a little out of order just because the men were easier to try it wasn't but hers was a little more complicated March of 1869 Silas Hartman awaited trial in the Indianapolis jail and he surprised everyone by issuing some type of a confession and he c- claimed that the Youngs were killed by another man and a prostitute. Yeah, yeah.
2: You got to bring a you got to bring a hooker into it. Yep, she was it's, she
0: was there. It's That's more believable. Yep. If there's a brothel involved, and that his sister knew about it and received some money, but it wasn't her fault. Okay. Yeah. The following day, Silas committed suicide in the jail cell by cutting his throat with a razor.
2: Yeah. Ugh. Yeah.
0: Ugh. Although this is very William dramatic. shared a cell with him, though. So it's questionable as to whether he was assisted.
2: I cannot see a person murdering themselves that way.
0: With a razor. I think people do, though. You really? Yep.
2: Because, like, I feel like once you start, you would want to stop. But they just... Mm.
0: Later... That year, August of 1869, William was convicted for murdering the Youngs and sentenced to life in prison, but was later paroled by Indiana's 17th Governor, James D. Williams. Oh, that
2: guy was a dick. For sure. For sure. Probably a former grocer.
0: (gasps) (laughs) Now, back to Mrs. Clem.
2: I'm concerned because she's E. Clem, but before she was just Patton, right?
0: But she was before that, she was Hartman.
2: But she didn't use her middle initial until mm-hmm. she married Mr. F. Clem.
0: Yeah. Weird. Weird. Prosecutors faced a problem with Nancy because she was an unlikely murderer. Her alleged crimes were not, quote unquote, women's crimes.
2: That's right. Yeah, that's right.
0: Because she killed a business partner, not a lover or a husband, and she used a good old fashioned pistol instead of poison, which was a woman's preferred method. <laughs>
2: that's always. That's how I'm going to murder someone one day. Poison. Because poison. That's a woman's crime. Yep. Just kidding. <laughs>
1: um, my mom said my mother told her that there was. I can't remember how far you have to go back. Oh no, it was my grandmother's little brother uh they thought my grandmother suspected was killed by arsenic poisoning.
0: Uh, uh.
1: Yes. And when my grandmother, I guess, went to say she wanted to look into it it was it was my grandmother's younger brother had gotten involved with this girl that the dad was somebody important in some county in Indiana and, you know, they were no one. So he got her pregnant out of wedlock, and the dad didn't like it. And supposedly they had him offed. Ah. But when my grandmother went to um, say something, they said, "You know, that's fine. You can you can investigate, but we're not going to help take care of the kid or so, yeah. something." it was something like that, but that out today too. I found out a lot
0: of wow. fucking shit wow. about my family wow. this Yeah, it's when people start talking about your, you know, your genealogy and stuff. So you, just remember, you kids. find that you, you bust the Golden State Killer, and you find out that you're yeah, you busted
2: the, the Golden State Killer. That's how they busted The <laughs> Genealogy <laughs> website, like. No kids, whatever dumb shit you do today, your ancestors fifty years from now, your future kin, they're going to talk about it
1: on a podcast.
2: On a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Okay,
1: But I won't care, because I won't be here.
2: We will be dead.
0: They had to do it to convince a jury that a woman was just capable of committing a crime like this. And it led to Nancy being tried how many times, do you think?
2: Twice? Thrice? Quadrupice? Four? Almost Did five I, is that times.
0: A word? It is now.
2: Quadrupice. So... <laughs>
0: Uh, for a first trial that actually took place before Silas's, but I wanted to get them out of the way. But more than 100 witnesses were sworn in to testify for the state. The debate was over what a lady was and was not capable of. Her defense team presented a sex worker with the same size shoe as Clem as a possible killer, given that a woman of such low moral character was much more likely a suspect than poor Nancy claim claim in a related case Caroline Prather a woman of quote unquote low repute was suing a man named Robinson private investigator who had arrested her as the other woman in the <laughs> Robinson's buggy and tried to say that she was the prostitute so he was trying to force her to look like the woman with the smaller shoe print saying she's more likely the suspect, blah, blah, blah. And she won $3,000 in damages. So she actually did get some money.
2: Damn.
1: Damn.
0: Yeah.
2: Did Mr. Robinson know he can't just accuse anyone? You can
1: go buy a grocery store for three grand back in the day.
0: (sighs) Maybe.
2: Then she's just gotten herself in a whole mess of trouble.
0: Yep. So it was not a sex worker, is what they're trying to say, man.
2: She didn't do it. Didn't do it. She just did it.
0: Testimony continued for three weeks, but the evidence against Missus Clem was highly circumstantial and not strong enough to convince a jurors of twelve men, and they were unable to reach a verdict. And trial ended with a hung jury.
2: Wow! Only men on only men. Yep, back
1: then (laughs) only men. Back when things were more back
2: when men made all of women's decisions. Yes. Oh wait! It's still happening.
0: It still does. (laughs) Missus Clem's second trial. I'd like a sandwich. Shut you already made up. yourself a sandwich. You did.
2: You literally got up from the podcast to make yourself a sandwich.
1: You guys need to shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> and
1: someone needs to wipe me. I'm, I've, messed, <laughs> I've messed myself.
0: You are a mess. <laughs> Mrs. Clem's second trial <laughs> began on up. February 9th. 1869 and was difficult to seat a jury who had not already formed an opinion after reading the newspaper. 242 jurors were interviewed before they were able to seat 12 new men. According to the Indianapolis Chronicle, the juror is not so intelligent in appearance as the former one, but the men look like honest farmers. Who are disposed to do right? You threat. gotta
1: admit, though, nowadays women might take that. Yep, we don't need jury duty. No problem. You guys no have problem? Fraud. No
0: problem. <laughs> what
2: if your great, great, great whoever was stood as a juror? He at was. This trial?
0: They had some in Marion County. It's Could've possible.
2: Been. It's very plausible. Could have
0: been. Mm-hmm. Or it was at least interviewed. Yep. Very
2: plausible.
0: So the prosecutor for the second trial was a young man known as Benjamin Harrison. Does anyone know? The president? Yes. What? The would-be 23rd president
1: oh, yes. of the United States. Yes, from Indiana. Yep. Buried in Indianapolis.
0: Tried Nancy Clem. I thought his
2: name was something else. Nope. William Isn't there a William Henry Harrison?
1: <laughs> yes, there is a William Henry Harrison, but a different guy.
2: But I know? digress.
0: Yes, <laughs> Benjamin Harrison stated that Nancy had frequent and mysterious visits paid to Mr. Young. She, a married woman, without the knowledge of her husband, and not only without his knowledge, but careful, concealed from him the fact, is found frequently visiting the house of Jacob Young, and going into a room with him privately and apart from others. What does this mean?
2: He's just here for justice, we know, because he was going to be the president.
0: Yep. But the thing is, Nancy was not there to get jiggy with it, as the future president was alluding to. (laughs)
1: Oh, you added that in. Yeah. I'm like, Will Smith (laughs) ripped off a speech given by a former U.S. president in the 1860s. No shit. That's what they were trying to do. There's a a lot of times that I'm just like, oh, shit.
0: They couldn't even roll with the fact that she was just there to get paid. My good sir. They still were trying. I do
2: say she was going to get jiggy with it.
1: (laughs) No, 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 no. No,
2: no, no,
0: no, 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 no. no
2: jiggy with it
0: (laughs) so they're trying to put a spin on it still that she's hooking up with jacob without her husband's knowledge and alone in a room with him and it's like yes she is to talk about business fuckers like they are doing business with the money so
1: business yeah grocery store could have been
0: (laughs) well no that's her husband's business and she leaves him out of this
1: how about the service when you are too intoxicated to come back from the saloon <laughs> that they come with, in a buggy and they pick you up and they take you back to your home. <laughs> they can call they... it Huber because Huber. you don't have your horse.
0: <laughs> what do they do if you leave your lantern in their, in their buggy? Well,
1: hopefully no one, the nec- the next rider doesn't blow it out so you can't locate it.
0: <laughs> what if they just want to conserve the wax, you know? Well.
2: I only blew yeah. it out because I wanted to make sure <laughs> you didn't run out of wax. It <laughs> didn't run out of wax.
0: <laughs> you know, waste not, want not.
2: <laughs> then wow. you go
1: to the lantern store and you go to get yourself a new lantern. <laughs> and you find
2: and out.
0: And then this
1: motherfucker walks up and hey, this is yours. And you've already <laughs> <Perched>. handed your, <laughs> and you, your coins over.
0: Your silver, the blues Your clink. You can put your clink. That's what they call it. Really? Money. Clink, Yeah. You got the clink.
2: Why? Because it smelled like clink?
0: I got a case of the clinks. (laughs) No, because it
2: makes the sound
0: clink, clink. I know. That's why I
2: said that. Clink, clink. Clink. (laughs) I already bought this goddamn lantern. And I bought the
0: insurance for it, (laughs) too.
1: Lantern replacement shirt.
0: We need a t-shirt. We need Uh. something made now.
2: I got that goddamn lantern insurance. <laughs> oh, I happened? knew because I didn't get it for my rental buggy.
0: <laughs> I the fuck out of that thing. <laughs> okay, go. Okay, I gotta stop. All right. Uh, This whole time, Nancy is in jail (laughs) with a lantern. (laughs) One solitary lantern. At least she remembered
1: to take it with her.
0: (laughs) They're letting her rent it.
1: It's a rental.
2: (laughs) I'm done. I'm done. I needed this laugh. You're welcome.
0: (laughs) The third trial began on September of 1871. This time... The prosecution tried Mrs. Clem for the first-degree murder of Jacob Young, and the venue was changed to Lebanon County. Do we know where Lebanon County is? Lebanon Boone. Lebanon. Lebanon Boone County. Boone. Oh, Boone County is okay. Boone Country. Like Boone.
1: Northwest of Indianapolis.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What he said. How far from? Where oh, like mean?
1: not. I mean, not far.
0: Yeah, it can't be that no. far if it's all in the middle.
2: Yeah,
1: it's. And we know that: like if you: they only I think drink. Boone County, if you go straight north of Indianapolis from Marion County, you go up, I think that's Hamilton County, and then one to the
0: left. It is can't be Boone. too far, they're all in buggies. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was say. <laughs> the trial lasted a month and ended in a hung jury, six for conviction and six for acquittal. By now, everyone is starting to get tired of trying Mrs. Glem. And Boone and Marion County are fighting over expenses incurred. During the third trial. Yeah, it's... Yep. So the fourth trial lasted 25 days. Quadrice. Quadrice. (laughs) (laughs) Lasted 25 days and the jury deliberated less than an hour before returning the verdict of guilty of first degree murder in a life prison sentence.
2: They were just like, we're not doing this again.
0: Yeah, they're like, just go away. Her appeal... The murder of Jacob Young was the same crime as the murder of Mrs. Young. Since Mrs. Clem had been found guilty of second degree murder of Mrs. Young in the overturned second trial, she could not now be tried for the first degree murder for the same crime. So I think they're trying to pull the double jeopardy card yeah, here. True. And the Indiana Supreme Court agreed with her. And the case was sent back to the lower court for a retrial. Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> Mrs. Clem remained in jail until April 1874 when the prosecution filed a motion of Noel
2: Pescu. Damn, I didn't know you spoke French. <laughs> <And> I
0: actually <laughs> forgot to look this word up, and I'm going to have to have you type it in and look okay. it up. Okay,
2: just just spell it for me. P. Oh, <laughs> oh it starts with an N.
0: <laughs> I said Noel Okay. Let's
2: see. Noel. Oh.
0: I read it before, but Pro- now I forget.
2: Aha! You read it, it means a formal notice of abandonment by a plaintiff or prosecutor of all or part of a suit or action.
0: Okay. Duh. So dropping Obviously, the... Obviously no No <laughs> Dropping the charges against her. By that time, most of the prosecution's witnesses that were still alive had left the state. Or they'd be dead. The trial had already cost Marion County nearly $20,000 and it could not afford the expenses of bringing witnesses back to Indiana. Without them, the prosecution had no case, and Nancy was free.
2: What? After all, do you think they kept her in jail?
0: Yeah, I think they did this whole time. so time time served at least. Yeah. And a lot of this came from the book, The Notorious Mrs. Clem, Gender, Class, and Criminality in Gilded Age America, by Wendy Gambler. She is a professor at...
2: The Indiana University? Mm -hmm. What? Shout out to my girl. I was going to
1: guess Moorhead State.
0: There's less head than Moorhead. What?
2: Shout out to you. What's her name? Wendy. Wendy, shout out to my girl. Wendy Peppercorn.
0: Yeah. Wendy
1: Peppercorn. Was it (laughs) Peppercorn? I would
2: prefer to have my corn peppered than peppered. What? What?
0: (laughs) Once released, she resumed the same sort of informal banking activities as she did before. So she's an idiot. Yes. This time around, she lost several civil suits filed against her. So she's still pissing people off wherever she goes. And then was successfully prosecuted for perjury. I'm not sure specifically what she lied about on the stand. what would you lie about on the stand in 1870? Oh, in
1: 1870?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Where 1878. I, what would you lie about on this? Where scene? I left my lantern. Where you <laughs> Carla? Did you or did you not buy insurance for that buggy? I plead the fifth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's a woman. She's lying. <gasps>
2: oh, shit, you went there, Daniel, the
0: prosecutor. Off with
1: her head!
2: <laughs> Off with her head, <laughs> <laughs> sir. This is in 1870s. We don't do that.
0: I don't know. Did do they hang people? I guess they would hang people a lot. People. Lynching, yeah. So she was sentenced to four years in the Indiana Reformatory Institute for Women and Girls in 1878.
2: Damn. Doesn't it make you happy when people get away with stuff and then they, char- they find something else to charge them for? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Them? Shortly after her release, she was back in business as a traveling saleswoman for Salvin's Infallible Female Tonic. Was it piss water? I don't know. But like all those tonics, I think, were, you know, like 90% alcohol or something or had opium in them or, you know, weird stuff like that where it mostly just is going to fuck you up. But they she went by the name Mrs. Dr. Patterson, female physician. So she's now an MD. She took her
2: last name. Her old. What? So did they get divorced.
0: Uh, Her husband left her now, I think, after she got rearrested. For the perjury. Yeah. She got a divorce.
2: Okay. So he was like, I'm okay with murder, but perjury, no. No.
0: We draw the line at lying. (laughs) Damn it.
2: Okay. So she took her dead husband's last name.
0: Yeah. So she is now a female physician.
2: Obviously. Because when you get out of jail for perjury, the first thing you do is enter the the medical They
1: allowed a woman to be a doctor?
0: Yes. Yes. Only a female physician, though. That's what she had to call herself. Only,
2: Yeah. Prescribed to females.
0: Yes. So she was a traveling salesman and selling the Salvin's tonic that that would cure all female ailments. And she got in trouble again when...
1: Which stopped your vajayjay from itching. (laughs) You rub Man, a, mainly, you rub buy a some ton. of this. You put it in your hands like this, and then, or you turn upside down. You get a funnel. You insert, no! you, you insert no! a funnel, no! and then you pour one bottle of my elixir in there, you and would, that will stop honestly, the itching and the rashing.
0: You would
2: get so fucked up
0: because yeah, we were just talking that. about like that stuff is like mostly alcohol, rub like uh, you know, or yeah. opium or anything. Yeah, you'd get fucked.
2: You'd be fucked out of your mind.
0: Mm hmm. vag chugging. Don't. Well, wasn't that
1: a thing? Pe- people were soaking tampons. Yeah. Not girls Guys were sticking them in their butts.
2: It bypasses that, the liver. That's called butt chugging. <laughs> there is, uh... that's, that's for Ohio. A, uh... Put the tampon up your butt. Because butt chugging is when you literally funnel it into funnel your butt. It.
0: Okay, Man. let me get back to this. So she became Mrs. Dr. Patterson, female physician. And she would prescribe her tonic, the elixir. What's the song
2: That
0: one Uh, indiscriminately, and she made the papers again when a patient of hers, an African American Civil War veteran, John Martin, died after drinking three bottles of Salvin's tonic.
1: Well, he was drinking vagina juice. I know.
0: I couldn't figure out why. Is she going on and on about female problems, and he downs three bottles? She's like, maybe um, rectally. I don't know. I prescribe
2: it to him first of all. Okay.
0: Okay. And one reason why she was never prosecuted, they believe, is because the autopsy proved inconclusive and her alleged victim was neither wealthy nor white. So, So she got away with murder again.
2: Okay, cool. This woman.
0: In early 1897, she began experiencing symptoms. The inflammation of kidneys that manifested itself in back pain, vomiting, and swelling. She... Fell ill after returning to Indianapolis from a sales trip, selling her <laughs> vaginal elixir, <laughs> and never recovered. On Wednesday, June 8th, 1879, after 11 in the evening, she died. Some said it was stomach cancer, but this is, so it was a couple conflicting results. Either way, she, she was She done old. did. Yeah. She was old, too, at this point, so she lived a long life.
2: Well, she lived a long and eventful life.
0: Her death prompted newspapers to retell the story of Cold Spring murders and to speculate all over again about how she got all her monies. The fancy life of Nancy Glim.
2: Nancy, see, once you start to put your middle initial out there, you can never take it back. John, you know, you start doing shit with your middle name, and it, it gets hairy. Mm-hmm. John Wilkes Booth, come on. Yeah. Come on.
0: <laughs>
1: I work with a guy who has the nickname John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> <laughs> so what nickname? Well, okay, so so his last name is Booth, and he is actually the the great 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 nephew.
2: No Yes
1: Yes. My my dad somehow knows how it traced back to it, so my dad started calling him John Wilkes Booth.
2: <gasps> That's hilarious, but also kind of upsetting (laughs) so there's like i remember in high school when i was taking u.s history there's been like three assassinated presidents or something like that Mm -hmm. and there's been one person that was present at all three of them
1: i find that unlikely
0: you mean old enough or like like
2: he was a baby but was present at the first one at abraham lincoln's assassination
1: yeah, but they would have had to have been 100 years old.
2: Yeah, like it really was like that. I'm going to have to Google that. I'll get back to you guys. She'll so cargo that. I'm going to cargo that.
1: Yeah, because who all were the three of Obviously, Lincoln, Kennedy. Right. And then, God, who was the other assassinated president? Was it Grover Cleveland? I Might have be, been. I might be pulling that name out of my ass.
2: Now I got to look it up. So hang on. Okay, hold on one second. I just have to stop you guys right now because Danielle's having me hold her phone. Mm hmm. And I just want you to know that James Garfield. James Garfield. Okay. okay. I just want you to know that she has an alarm set to remind her to brush her teeth. Not my teeth. It's teeth. It says brush
0: teeth. <laughs> I like. I had to remember to brush her teeth.
1: Look at what her alarms say first thing in the morning.
0: I want to see. Okay.
2: Reminder: brush teeth. No, no, no. Get,
1: start. Start from the beginning. The okay, early alarm. ones. Are...
2: Wake up. Leave the house, bitch. (laughs) Baby. 30 menu. Menu. 5.20 p.m. Get the fuck out of bed. (laughs) (laughs) It's not said. It's just there. 5.20 p.m. Get the fuck out of bed. (laughs) Last one. Bedtime. Bedtime
0: which I never use. There is no bedtime.
2: But we need to go to reminders because it's time to brush your teeth, Danielle. (laughs)
0: Not my teeth, it's the kids' teeth.
2: Brush teeth? Oh, I get it. It's like a habit app. Yeah. You only have brush teeth on there.
0: That's the only habit I need.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to do a little research on that assassination thing, because I'm about 60% sure that... that sounds real. <laughs> sure. Okay, but Miss Helping, she would never stray me in the wrong direction. Like fascinating facts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll get back to you. Anyway, where were we?
0: I think we're at the end.
2: Oh, look at that. <laughs> so, so, yeah, doing I like... Brush doing my teeth. My, I like doing an older one. That... It's... It's... um. It's good because we can compare and contrast with
0: this. Was only overshadowed more so once Lizzie Borden murdered her family, whether she really did or didn't.
2: Oh,
0: did we do that one? No, that's not oh, okay. here. Um, oh, okay. Gave her father forty wax. Took Lizzie Borden took an axe. Gave her father forty wax.
2: So where are we at? Who do we need to thank? We're going to. I'd like to thank not only Jesus, but also God that I got through this weekend.
0: (laughs) Jesus and God, not one or the other, but both. No, I'd like
2: to thank
1: Jesus and God. Are you leaving someone out, Carla?
2: I'd like to also thank the Holy Spirit. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I'm going to be well Now, when you walk
1: outside and you get struck by lightning, that's God saying, you're welcome, smart ass. (laughs)
0: Smart ass. That would be the only reason to. (laughs) I want to give a shout out to another podcast, Wine and Punishment, with Cassie and Daniel. Another Aww. Daniel. Two Denoles. There's
1: too many of us in the world.
0: They're oh, shit. two friends, drink wine, talk true crime, and discuss the punishment. I like it. So. Yeah. So go find them. Take a
2: listen. Grab your bottle. I mean your glass.
0: Could be a bottle. I realize we do that a lot too. Like you have to discuss the punishment and whether it you fits. do
2: because, like I said here, like she yeah they got her for something else that mm. at least counts for something. Yeah,
0: we always need to know if if the punishment fits the crime. So
1: kind of like how Bill Cosby's just going to get house arrest. Yeah,
0: like that doesn't fit. So yeah, you can go find them on various podcasting platforms. Give them a listen. Us, five star yeah. rate review.
2: Subscribe. Give yourself a five star review and then. Give
0: them a five-star five star review. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to run the promo for Ignorance Was Bliss. That's with Kate. She is a forensic psychologist. Damn, she's got so many more qualifications. Yes, this is a smart person talking. <laughs> we're an educated, well-versed, smart person. Her podcast is dynamic. It covers a lot of different topics with different approaches. I really enjoyed the one. She has a friend come on that is an ER nurse. Ooh, and they have a crossover and they talk about stuff. She has, she goes on a lot of shows and has people come on to a lot of their shows. But I really enjoy listening to smart people talk. And she's one of my favorite smart people. Yeah. So ignorance was bliss. Sometimes the only difference between us and them is who gets a key. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. She worked in prisons too. So Ooh. she has an interesting background. And we'll run their promo now.
2: That's horrible. That's true. So strange. Usually. I can't imagine what that's like. Do you want to? That could never happen to me. It might. Lock him away. He's pure evil. Or insane.
0: Or human. My name's Kate. I have worked as a forensic psychologist, as well as in prisons, and as a crisis clinician.
2: My job was to figure out who gets locked up and who gets a key. To find the humanity in inhumane situations. So, are you sure you really want to know? Yeah. Maybe. Because by the end of the episodes, you just might end
0: up thinking...
2: I felt better before I knew that.
0: You can find me at IWB Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, sometimes Instagram, or you can email me at iwbpodcast at gmail.com. Yep, so that's Kate. Her daughter is an artist. She's very good. And go rate, review, subscribe to her, and take a break from our ignorance. Yeah, because we done.
1: (laughs) And good luck to Scott Dixon. Who is competing at American Ninja Warrior tonight? <gasps> no, way! no way!
2: Yeah. They um last time they were in Indianapolis, I saw the little uh obstacle course. Yeah, every
1: time they're in Indy they get drivers to do it. Hell That's yeah. Good. Cause all the Indy car drivers are in fucking shape.
2: Yeah, cause they athletes. Athletes. Yeah. Find us on Twitter, Instagram.
1: Carly, you still owe you still owe someone a portrait of your butthole.
2: Damn it! Autograph gonna do it okay
0: yep
1: just saying i'm
2: just (laughs) Just i'm working on it i'm working on it i'm just saying
1: we'll do you i know what we'll do we'll get some paint you can dip your ass in the paint and then you'll just sit on the canvas
2: that sounds but we'll sit
1: there till you have to fart (gasps) and that'll give it a nice
2: (sighs) that sounds very artistic
1: it's very andy warhol
2: it is come up with that yeah you're you're an artist i am yes aspiring
1: We'll do it. I'm going to start doing dick paintings.
2: No. (laughs) No. (laughs)
1: Honestly,
2: like, I'm sure someone would buy it. Yeah. And you know, it would probably be your brother. (laughs) I give him
1: one as a present.
2: (laughs) Dick whacking. Here, this is a self I call this one
0: squiggly. (laughs) No, you like dip it in paint, and you whack it against the camera. That's right. No.
2: I call this one ouchie. Now, see...
1: (laughs) If, if you get an erection, you can make more of a fine point, you know.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Use it more like a marker. <laughs> <laughs> That's the gift to anyone who's willing to go to our Patreon. I called uh, this. Who's your homicide?
2: I call this one cali- calligraphy.
0: <laughs> you can get an autographed something or something.
2: <laughs> yeah. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, at who's your homicide. Send us an email, who's your homicide at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook like us.
0: Send us a five-star review.
2: Send us a five-star review. If you mention the word paddywhack, I'll send you a sticker. Patty <laughs> If you finagle Imagine the word, word patty whack, it has to make sense. A review. It has to make sense, or you're not getting a goddamn sticker. <laughs> patty
1: Whose stickers are you giving away?
2: You just you don't worry about that.
1: <laughs> it might not necessarily be a Hoosier homicide sticker, it'll
2: be a special sticker. I've got though. plenty of stickers. It'll be special. If you Peace. can make the word patty fit into a sentence and make sense, you're going to get a goddamn how about, sticker. How about
1: give us an example? Because I don't even know how <clears> I use it <throat> in a sentence.
2: The way that Carla uses different voices and accents really makes my pee-pee go paddywhack. <laughs> I like that. I like it. I'll give her a sticker. You <laughs> ever
1: had your pee-pee go paddywhack?
2: <laughs> Not recently.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, I think it's time we end this.
0: Yes, <laughs> and we're honest to goodness. Stay, Stay out, out of the, the corn,
2: Patty <laughs>